Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. From hawkfanatic.com, here's Pat Hardy. Morning, Pat. Good morning. Did you have a long night or No, actually, much? I was asleep by probably 10.30. Yeah, I didn't miss that by much. I will say that... Uh, you mean long night because they got destroyed? Yeah. I don't... It doesn't, doesn't bother you? No. I'm beyond that 40 years ago. Yeah, I didn't... I mean, I didn't enjoy it particularly. Well, no, I didn't enjoy it. I would rather have had it... I picked Iowa to win for some reason, and but it just did not go well. No, it sure didn't. Uh, I was uh, happy to watch the women play, and they played real well, and that, that helped. Uh, um, what channel was that on? The Fox Sports app. Oh, oh, the app. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't on regular, because no. I, I did look for it, um, and I just couldn't because it was supposed to be on Big Ten Network, yes. but obviously there was a men's game on by that mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, five hour delay. They won big. They had a that was a very impressive performance. I think a game like that will. I think they're right back sitting real good as far as the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think the you're women right. are, yep. and the men, of course, are just playing for a seed. But um, that was not good. They, I mean. And I'll give Luca credit, man. He he was right there, ready to deal with the media afterwards, and said, "Man, this is on me. I need to play better. I missed a lot of shots." And he did. And he did. And Dickinson's length really bothered him. Yeah, Dickinson was. Well, Michigan is is totally legit. That is one excellent basketball team. Oh yeah, I mean they're one totally. of the. They're probably one of the. Well, they're ranked third, and yeah. I think with Baylor and yeah. Gonzaga, they're right there. And. Yeah. And if they're making their threes, they're really hard to beat, and they've got length, they've got everything, quickness, yeah. length, strength. Wagner was terrific. He was good. Livers was good. Yeah. Well, the second half, they just took over. And then the Chandy Brown coming off the – I mean, they've got everything. And they do. Ju- Juwan Howard seems to be pushing all the right buttons. And, I mean, Iowa, I don't, I don't feel good about Sunday now, mainly because Ohio State lost. I don't see them losing back-to-back at this stage, but – We'll see. Iowa's going to have to play better. They're not. You know, they're not going to have Nunji. I mean, and but Kyle Young might be out for Ohio he State. He could be too. out. He's concussion, right? Yes. But his is different. I mean, obviously Nunji. We haven't look heard. Good at all. Did not look good at all. I just hope it's not another ACL tear. It could be a lot of different things. They just could be. It could be Achilles. It didn't look. It looked more like. I mean, they, looked like his knee just it, gave out. It looked like his knee just gave out. There's been times where I've watched him this year, and I've watched him land. And then last night, I really wasn't focusing on it. Then they panned over to him on the baseline, and you could tell that it just gave out. So, I mean, I'm hoping that they come back. Hey, everything's – but I – Just a little tweak. But we – I just – the fact that he was on crutches and no way – MRI, I think, 
it doesn't look good and nope. take him out, that's a big loss, literally and figuratively, due to his height and the fact that he can give Luca a little bit of a spell and Iowa can still have some semblance of a post game. Hello. Hello. The women's game was on the Big Ten Network, but it was on at midnight. Oh, I was asleep by then. Yeah, I watched it from midnight from midnight to about two o'clock. I watched it. Yeah, it was uh, a a lot of fun to watch. But I, I wish I wish the men would be able to shoot threes like those women were shooting them. Well, they do yeah. sometimes. They, yeah, sometimes they do, and when they do, yeah. we're a real tough team to beat. And the women have games where they don't make threes. Actually, the men have a better conference record than the women. I mean, they're both yeah. going to be in the tournament, but. I don't know. Can't overreact either way, Karn, good or bad. You just got to keep grinding. Yeah. And and Fran didn't sound like he was at all happy when Dolph and Bobby Hansen talked to him afterwards. I think he talked for about a minute and a half, and that was about it. He was pretty funny afterwards. He was, he was a little terse. He was a little terse with us, too. Um, they, were, they were asking, well, well, what do you think happened? Well, here, he with the team, and that was all he said. Well, with the media afterwards, he was pretty terse, and there was one question that was sort of repeated, and he's like, I've already answered that. I'm not going to answer it again. He was, just, And then there was a lull in the questioning, and he got up, and then someone's like, no, coach, got one more, and he sat down, and, and he was, yeah, he was, I mean, he was upset. But he, he didn't really answer the question. No, he didn't, no. Well, what he did say that, what he did, <laughs> he said it was not dysfunctional. We're all talking at the same yes. time. What do you got, Karn? What do you got? I said it was an awfully rough game. I mean, they were bashing each other all over in there, and they were letting an awful lot of things go. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really notice that, yeah. but I mean, maybe they did. But I didn't think the officials were conspiring against Iowa. They didn't have anything no. to do with a twenty-two no, point loss. No, they let it go on both sides. That. Yeah, I mean, because Luca gets away with some contact, but I, um, I just it was. Fran brought up a really interesting point, and it's been an ongoing pattern. When they started missing shots, what did they do? Struggle on defense. Mm -hmm. He said, we just yeah. didn't play good defense. No, that was the problem. That was the problem. Okay, well, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Karen. Karen. Fran right. usually isn't that direct, but he basically said last night, hey, we got started missing shots, and then it, we started getting beat in transition, and that was it. That was, But that's what this team has done. It seem, they seem to pout on defense when they're not playing well on offense. Or rest, or maybe pout's not the right word. We'll see what Holoska yeah, says. They seem to just get somewhat complacent on defense when they're not having success on offense. And to me, you got to be just the opposite. You got to yeah, be exactly. You got to lock down more on defense when you're struggling. And I'm sure that's what Adam will say. And Fran made it abundantly clear last night that that didn't happen, and he was not happy with that. Yep. No. Well, he shouldn't have been. Well, I mean, they still what? What did they give up? Seventy-nine points. I mean, yeah. but what did Michigan have at halftime? Was it forty? I don't remember what the score was at halftime. For some reason, I keep getting the score 31 to 28 in my head, but that wasn't it. Was Maybe 41 38. It was three points. No, I, was it 30? I think it may have been 31 to 28. Because remember, it was, they kept talking, this isn't the kind of game we thought we were going to Oh, yeah, you might be right. But if that was the case, then Michigan got 40 some points in the second half. Well, they might have. And um, I don't remember what the score was, though, but I know you it was three right. points. I think it was 31 28. That's the number that keeps sticking in my head. And. Um, but either, but what happened was they just started getting beat in transition, and they do. It's like they just kind of go into a shell when they're not making threes, and C.J. Frederick plays great early, and then why don't they give him some shots in the second half? I don't know. I really don't know. 
I mean, I, do we blame him? Do you blame Fran? Or I mean, not that you have to blame anybody, but what happens? They have so many times where their good players play great. CJ was great in the first CJ half. CJ needs to touch the ball more. I think he needs to be more assertive. CJ yeah. was great in the first half. Yes, he was. He was their best player. Well, he was one of the main reasons why we were And so he close. looked as healthy as he's looked. He had great bounce. He didn't look yep. to be laboring yep. at all. So it was a good day for his injury. And they were. I thought they were using him well. And then second half, it just... It just kind of falls apart. They just don't go to him anymore. It's weird. Well, and we got no lift from the bench last night either. It no. Was, it well, was when Nunji goes down a minute into it, that's a big yeah. reason why. Yep. Keegan has had better. He did make a couple big. He did. He did make a couple big threes early and showed some poise right off the bench because I even tweeted about. But nobody was able to sustain anything throughout the game. Bohannon had 13 points, I think, but he didn't have an assist. They had four assists on 21 baskets. Michigan's defense. And that's, that's not Iowa-like. But that's Michigan's defense. See, that's yeah. what this yeah. – I think that's the biggest change about this Michigan team with the addition of Dickinson is they are much better on defense now. They were sure locked down the second half last night. Yeah, they, I, I was really impressed with Michigan. I mm-hmm. really was. Yeah, I didn't think Iowa would get blown out, though. I really didn't. No, I didn't either. I thought they were beyond that. I really did think they were beyond that. And, but I also don't want to overreact. I guarantee you Fran has moved on. They're focusing on Ohio State. If we were to have a press conference with him right now and ask all these overreaction questions, I think he would be nasty and bitter and, and maybe deservedly so. You just got to keep grinding. Yeah, it's disappointing, but they're still 11-6. and six. I still think they're going to go – I think they're going to go probably thirteen and seven would be my. It's not what we envisioned, but man, it could be a lot worse. Well, thirteen and seven in this league. I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. What's that it, going to get them? You think that'll get them a three seed, maybe two? Just I don't think three, they're going. To, I think they'll be around three. a three. Which? Well, I think to get that, we're probably going to need to win our last couple games. Well, I think they'll beat. I think if they lose to Ohio State, I really do think they'll beat Nebraska and. I, I don't think they're going to lose to Wisconsin in that season. I just Boy, don't. Boy, you hope not. I, I'm going to give them that, and let's say I give them one victory or two in the tournament. I think that if they do that, I think they will be about a three seed, I think. I mean, there were some people talking about them winning, being a one seed. They they're so far from being a one seed yeah. right now, and they yep. were yesterday too. They needed to win both of these games and probably get to the championship game of the Big Ten tournament to even have a chance to be a one seed. Yeah. And, well, that's I thought happen. that, yeah, that was pie in the sky. Yeah, I did too. But yeah. there, was, there was that narrative out there, and they – I mean, now, the possibility was there, of Now course, they but. just got to try to play for a three, two. I mean, if they, if they win out and win the Big Ten tournament, they'll, they'll be at – uh, they'll be a strong two seed. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I think they would be a strong two seed. Well, first things first, Pete. Because that would come Ohio at the expense State. of Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. Would, But Michigan, to me, unless it – I guess Michigan – let's say Michigan struggles in these – what do they have, three games left? Yes. And they have the, to play Michigan State, one uh, of them, Michigan and they're could playing e- real well. Michigan could easily play itself out of a number one seed or a number two. Let's say Michigan loses two out of the last three and loses in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, or its first game in the Big Ten tournament. What seed are they? They're not a one, obviously. Are they still a two? I think so. You think they'd still be a two with three losses in their last four games? It'll be interesting right. to see. They're still, Depends what the other teams do, too. Still, yes, there's still a lot going on. Now, Illinois... Um, that loss the other night to Michigan State, that that was, I mean, Illinois, I think right now at the highest, I think Illinois, even if they win the Big Ten tournament, I think, do you think they could be a one seed? I, no, I don't I, think they'll get there because Io's not playing. He yeah, well, a, we don't know how long he's going to be out. Everything's said indefinitely, but I've heard stories saying he could be back soon. Others saying, well, they're delaying telling you that he may be out for an extended. We don't know which one it is yet. 
I just know that they say he's out indefinitely, but indefinitely could be, you know, next game. Well, that's true. And what is it, a broken nose? Fractured face. That would be a neat name for a band, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fractured face is what they were saying last night, and that ain't good. So that must be like multiple cheekbone and... Yeah. I mean, well, you got your jaw, you got your cheeks. What else do you have in the face? Nose. The thing around the the nose and the thing around the eyes, the orbital socket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So did it happen in a game or did it happen in practice? It happened in the the game. Was it against um, who was it? Just beat Oh Michigan State. Okay, okay. Michigan State. The big Michigan State guy just blasted him in the face. And did they call a foul on Dusumu? <laughs> well, I'll give. I mean, how about how about Izzo? I know he rides the officials and gets some breaks and whatever. But I actually watched that game and I thought there were some calls that actually went against me there was they called a foul one time on a Michigan State guy and he had just been thrown down to the ground but it's amazing what Izzo's been able to get out of that team it really is and does he they're in the tournament absolutely they're in the tournament now fractured face symptoms pain swelling or bruises headache tingling or numbness swollen or flattened cheek blurry vision double vision seeing floaters Decreased eye movement or pain when you move your eyes. Seeing floaters. What the hell is that? There's little dots in your eye. I thought that was looking in the toilet. (laughs) Well, that too. Eyes that are sunken. This is a little more serious. Yeah, eyes that are sunken or not in a normal position. Swollen eyelids. Sounds like Um, somebody after a Mike Tyson fight. Usually it's left to heal on its own. Takes six to eight weeks to heal. What do you think, caller? Hello. Well, I tell you what, as much as I hate saying that Michigan is by far the better team and I think a legit title contender. Oh, but I agree. Agreed. I wanted to, wanted to ask you about, uh, have, have you heard anything else about Iowa baseball? All the snow's melting, makes me think of spring more. And anything, is there a schedule out yet? Yes. But yeah, yeah, they put the schedule, put the, but they're, but they're be, on hold. But they're on hold and there's no fans. There's going to be no fans. They're on hold to even practice, or what do you know? They've stopped all operations. Is it still? Is it? Are they still in pause now? I, I think so. Okay, but yeah, but no. There's going to be a season. They're going to play down. They're going to. Aren't they playing? They're supposed to play in a four game tournament in Illinois, aren't they? Here coming up against. Um, and so yeah, no. But there's not going to be. But from what we had, Rick Hiller did a podcast with Tyler Devine a couple of weeks ago, and he told Tyler that yeah, it's full go. This was right before they paused too, like two days before they paused. But he, Rick said that we'll have games here this spring, but they're not going to, it doesn't sound like they're going to allow fans. In. But that was the most Iowa thing ever on the day they announced their schedule. They suspended operations. They had to suspend opera because of positive <laughs> four players, but you know, those players have been protesting. You've seen the players. Ben Norman was very vocal on Twitter saying, Hey, I think this was a false positive, but I mean, obviously it hasn't changed anything. All right. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. I thought maybe they might let some fans in. And I know there's been, I don't know, the Indiana. I'm surprised that they're not actually. I am a little bit too. Um, the guy from Indiana um, wrote about how Indiana is going to. Have you got your tickets for football? Um, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, go- I, they're going to let some fans in. I mean, yeah. Well, there's been a lot of talk about how, I, I don't know, about there's been breaking news about. We've been talking on here for. A while about there's going to be fans. I'm guessing there's going to be between a quarter and a half. But from the people that I've talked to off the record, and I haven't written anything about this um, or even tweeted about it. We've talked about it a lot in here. Is they don't know right now because things could be so different a month from now. It's hard to. But I think their hope is to have between a quarter and half full. From what I've been told, what have you heard? Uh, about the same. And what are they telling you on your ticket ticket application? 
nothing. But the fact that they gave are selling tickets to me is a great sign and a pretty obvious sign that they're going to let some I fans. think that's what they're planning I, on. But uh, again, things can change. Yes, and, and for the worse. But the plan right now is to have fans. Yes, again, just I heard uh, uh, fifteen thousand. That would be about twenty five. That would be about twenty twenty five percent. Now I've heard. I've heard that, but I've also heard if things continue to improve, they can, I think they would really like to get 50%. I think they would. Obviously, they would. I well, that'd be great. But they're not there yet. Hello. When does Iowa softball start? There's already teams like in California that's played 10 they're games. They're gearing up right now. Gearing up they? right now. We're going to actually, Chris Lehman, Chris, this weekend, Chris Lehman's down there watching his daughter Sarah pitch, and he's going to be calling us with updates um, starting next week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, they're, they start this weekend. Are you surprised that they didn't even get a, a vote for top 30? It was in the paper today, the softball rankings. No, not really. I mean, there's a ton of good softball teams. I mean, just combine the Pac-12 with the SEC, and that's almost 30 teams right there. And Iowa hasn't been good for a long time, and I know they were off to a good start last year, but no, I'm not surprised. I'm hoping they will be top 30, but no, that did not surprise me. Actually, I was not aware of it, but since you brought it up, no. I'm Tom, are you surprised? No. I'm nope. not surprised. For just what you said. Yep. yep. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, for, what are there? How many? I mean, there's, like I said, almost 30 teams in those two conferences alone. And most of them are pretty good yep. in, in softball. Yeah. But I do think things are looking good. They were 17 and 5 and making progress. Yeah, they were off to a great start. It's too bad, man. The, the Iowa sports scene was looking yeah, the so pandemic, strong at that point. There's no good time for a pandemic, but my God. Think about Spencer Lee. He's wrestled four times this year. That's just crazy. I mean, but yeah. there's worse times for a pandemic. And from a sports point of view, it really hit Iowa at a bad time. It a terrible time. I mean, this two-year stretch in wrestling could have been two of the greatest years ever. Uh-huh. And it's gonna, you just hope they can get through the Big Tens. I wrote a column yesterday. I don't know why they wouldn't have Iowa and Penn State have competed for the championship sometime this early this week. Still have a week and a half. They to could have. They could, and, and people are like, "Well, didn't. it's too close to Big Tens. You don't want to risk COVID." But why keep avoiding things to get to something? Because the journey's part of it. Why not? I, I don't know. It just they could have easily had them wrestle. easily, and easily. they just they just didn't. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, um, I agree with you. It was an absolute disaster last night. Um, Quick question for you. I've never been a big Jawan Howard fan. I mean, you can't deny what he's doing at Michigan. I think they've got the number one recruiting class in the country, but I've just never been a big fan of his. But do you think Dickinson will will be at Michigan next year? No. I don't either. No, I don't. I'm just guessing. No, I think he's played so well. They're, they're going to tell him you're going to be at worst a top 20 pick, I think. And he's very athletic. And he's 7'1". Seven seven one. One. Yeah. And no. He's, I've heard he's old for his great. He he's old. Yeah. So, no, I don't think he'll be back. Uh-uh. Well, that would be a blessing. Um, <laughs> now, with with uh, Nunchi being out last night, I noticed that they had Murray trying to guard Dickinson. Well, who else are you going to? Put there. Yeah. They could have used Cordo Penzel last night. Yeah. 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 They don't have anyone else. Ogundale is not ready to go. What What is the thing on Ogundale? Is he just not in shape? Is he? I think he came out of shape. He was ill. I think he, it sounds like he may have been one of the seven. Co- yeah. I think you're right. And he just, yeah. And I just think he was a little out of shape and he just needs a year to develop. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it's been I, – I can't help but be disappointed with this team this year. Um, well, I, it's I, not I, over yet. Let, let him finish. Let's let it, let's let it finish a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, so you were are you saying? Well, are you saying because it was ranked number five preseason, and you really thought this was going to be the year we'd have a chance to compete for the title, and that's where you're disappointed? Because I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. Okay. So. Um, I, I I just it seems like another mediocre Iowa team. Um, well, they're better than that. Yeah, now you got to look up the definition of mediocre. Yeah, Captain, they're better you, than that. Captain, look up the definition of mediocre. But all right, continue. Middle of the Big Ten. We're no, not, they're, they're not in the middle. They're fourth or fifth right now. We're tied tied for fourth. Yeah. But after Sunday, I don't see any way that we'll be able to beat Ohio State. Why? <sighs> there, I don't think doesn't make. This team just lives and dies by the three-point shot. I will. He, there is some truth to that. There is some. Truth oh no, to, I'm, I won't. Dispute there is some that. truth to that. And the other thing is, when the three-point shot isn't going in, then they let it affect their defense, which happened last night. And Fran, uh, Fran brought that up more than he ever has. So maybe that's a sign that they're going to. Fran's going to start saying, you know, you, I, I wonder if maybe they should have gone with. You know, I hate doing the, but maybe they should have gone with better defensive players last night when they were struggling in that second half. But who knows? Maybe so. Fran can't win, though, if he hey, leaves real, the st- Go ahead. Real quick, um, what do you guys think the chances of uh, coaching changes at Indiana and Minnesota this year? Doubtful? Doubtful because partly COVID. I think everyone's going to get sort of a pass. And I'm still not convinced. Indiana, I mean, hell, the last thing I saw, Indiana, they still had Indiana in the tournament. Yeah, I'm... Aren't they like thirteen and thirteen? Something like yeah. I mean, I we'll oh, see. Wow. But I I will say though, if neither team makes the tournament this year, I think both coaches go in next year having to make the tournament or they're gone. That would be my guess. I think Indiana. I think I saw thirteen and thirteen and nine and nine in the conference. So if they get ten wins in the conference, that's going to get them in. Yeah, no, that will. And if they get make the tournament, neither coach will be fired. Of course, if they make the NCAA yeah. tournament, but I do think they're both starting to. That seat's getting warm on those guys. I mean, Archie Miller really yeah. hasn't done a very good job. In no, he hasn't. He really hasn't. No, and Indiana doesn't usually hang on to coaches that are not contending for Big Ten championships. Well, I guess I thought Crean got. I thought Crean was let go too early. I, I did too. I just think maybe he was wearing on people there, but I thought they just were too impulsive. Think they were going to land a big fish, and it just didn't happen. No, and Patino. Um, you just got to wonder how long he can hang on. Yeah, I mean, you know, same situation. He's got to start winning. I, I mean, they've won enough to where I think he'll buy himself another year. But who knows? I mean, I losing to Northwestern last night was did not help. I was so happy help. for Northwestern. Yeah. Just the relief. And they of, lost sixteen in a row. Well, or was it thirteen? So they won their first three Big Ten games. So uh-huh. no, they lost thirteen in a row. I think. Okay. But still, but yeah, no. Last night was not good. I'm sure Richard is starting to feel the, starting to feel the heat up there. And going into Sunday, um, so you guys definitely don't think Nunge will be back? No. I'm 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 afraid for his career. I'm just guessing. I think his season's over. Nothing's been official yet. I'm just just guessing. It just didn't look good. When you have you on crutches and you're not putting any weight on it, and just the way everyone reacted, I just, you know, I'm hoping for the best but expecting the worst. Boy, that really hurts. I just feel yeah. for the for That'll the kid. Feel terrible for think him. about it. I mean, just think about what he's been through. It's just unfair. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Great show. Thanks. thanks. Hey, thanks for the call. Mediocre. Uh, what if it just said this show? <laughs> actually, Hot okay. Fanatic Podcast. It says Stephen Soberoff's career. Well, before we get the definition <laughs> of mediocre, somebody sent me a clip. that. Uh, do you ever go on? It was on some part of Cakert's board. I think it was a free part. And they had this thing about podcasts. And this guy put a list of podcasts, Hawkeye podcasts together because somebody cut and pasted it and sent it to me. Yeah. And the first one that he defined was ours. And he was complimenting At the end, though, he goes, he goes, but I want to warn you guys. They got, you know, he'd already complimented us for the guests we have. And he goes, but I warn you guys, they have a lot of callers on this show, a lot. And he goes, some are pretty interesting and they bring some good stuff and others are absolute freaking crazies. That's what it said. <laughs> and that was the end. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. And then I, there was a couple of those guys. I can't are, dispute any of that. There was a couple of those guys are freaking weirdos, and, <laughs> and you're lucky if they talk five minutes on. No, which is a complete exaggeration. Complete. I mean, we don't rarely drift to where we spend five minutes talking about the Hawkeyes over ninety minutes. No, I mean think about that. All right, now mediocre. But but you know, yeah, mediocre of moderate quality, not very good. A disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so he was exaggerating that gentleman he's frustrated I get exa- it. and i don't yeah. blame him i don't blame him he's pissed yeah. but you know you can't to, give to up think on that this. we have no chance on saturday is ridiculous. ridiculous barely adequate <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's which sums, now sums up my career <laughs> lick lighter at the end was not even barely adequate he wasn't no, even no. mediocre we, at the we, end. no he was not adequate but wouldn't you say alfred was better than mediocre yeah most of the time, sure. One, two Big Ten yeah, he, tournament championships. And when they were bad, they weren't horrible. So even to say that Alfred was mediocre would be a, a stretch, would be unfair. I mean, some of his teams were, were average. But they weren't mediocre. No. I mean, they, they were average. I mean, so. Yeah. And Fran, early, when Fran took over early, it was mediocre, but he quickly got them above. Yeah. I think sometimes mediocre is the most used word to describe sports frustration. Misused. Misused yes. word, yes, because it's always exaggerated. But I do understand where that gentleman's yeah, coming oh, from. He's definitely. pissed. Well, you know, we did not play a good second half no, last night. No, in, in any way, shape, or form. But what was interesting about it was Fran finally, I've never seen Fran be more specific about, hey, we missed a few shots and started playing like crap on defense. That was pretty telling. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's a step. But it just they just have, you know, Luca plays by his standards horribly last night. Still gets 16. Think yep. about that. Uh-huh. What was he, 6 for 19 from the floor? Yes, I mean, in, that's never... I mean, when Frederick and Wieskamp get 16, we praise them for, I mean, so Luca, even on a frustrating, horrible night, still gave them 16. I mean, that, yeah, that's and, right. And so I kind of look at it that way. And the ones he missed were bunnies for the most part. But they were, but some of them were because there was a hand in his yeah. You could tell from the very beginning that Dickinson was altering Luca's shots. Dickinson was real good. Was very, and you could real tell good. Dickinson knew Luca's game, too. Sure. He here's, knew. A, here's Adam Haleska. Morning. Who has never been described as mediocre. Never. No. Well, I was going to say, no, I, I was hoping for a mediocre uh, kind of intro. Well, mediocre well, Adam Haluska. I thought, <laughs> well, I'm so not, not going to say that. How about a mediocre Adam Haluska ready to fester in the already existing mediocrity? How's that? How's that? <laughs> now, Adam, would mediocre even describe Iowa's performance in the second half? Oh, man, that was brutal. Um because it, it, it wasn't adequate, so no. But Adam, you did hear. No, it, I mean, that, I knew going in. We talked about it, right? That that is a the one caller said. I mean, I that's probably a team. If you're saying there's probably four or five out there that 
you know, even with one of their bad games can beat yes. about anybody. I mean, that's that's about as good a team out there um, that I've seen. And I've watched, you know, ACC. I've watched, you know, Big Ten, Big 12. I mean, Baylor's tough. There's some good teams out there. But, man, i got to think that that team, that Michigan team, when they're locked in like that, they just give everybody fits. And yep. Dickinson, to me, has been the difference maker. He's just taken their defense to another level. And, and yep. Adam, didn't it look like he was altering Luca's shots a little bit? I mean, he's seven foot one. He's two inches taller than Luca. Yeah, you, Luca's usually one that can kind of really um, move guys around down yes. there. I mean, Luca was working hard. You could tell he was gassed. Yes. Um, and, and those guys, I mean, that's one thing when you've got Dickinson and we get them into a little bit of foul trouble, then they go to the bench and they got another guy coming in. And I mean, those guys didn't back down at all. And you know, to Lucas' credit, he fought the entire game. He it did. Just, he did. He missed some bunnies. It just things didn't go his way. And it, it, when you have that, and we're really counting on him to to get us points, we just did not. The other guys did not knock down shots, and the offense got stagnant. And Really, just if you step back and watched Michigan's defense, I mean, it was they were in our face yes. the entire mm-hmm. time, and we we weren't even able to really run anything. We were trying to backs were to the basket a lot of times, even for our guards, just trying to keep that pressure away. So I, I think they really just took us out of our game, and you know that second half just got ugly. And I I know I brought this up before, but I read a story. Juwan Howard's emphasis during the off season was defense. That he just thought he goes, we got to get better on. And well, it, it worked. worked, and it worked, and. <laughs> I okay, Adam. Explain to me this. I thought Frederick looked as good as he's looked in that first half. He was moving well, yep. just bouncing, and he still moved well in the second half. What what happened to him on offense? Was it him? Was it the offense? Why did he just kind of disappear? I think it was the offense. I think we couldn't even uh, we couldn't even get the ball into certain positions. I mean, there was times where Luca was open, you know, for that split second, or he makes a cut, or he, yes. he gets position. Mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't even get the ball to him because guys were. I just felt like they were uncomfortable. They were pressured. Michigan was doing a good job with their length, with their, you know, their strength and quickness. We we just were were rattled. And you know, when you're not able to really run a, a steady offense, it's hard for guys like CJ to get the ball in space, get the ball, you know, coming off screens. Um, yeah, I I just think we were so out of sync. It just nobody really had a flow in that second half. Okay, so what do they need? Because it's going to take beating a team like Michigan, if Iowa wants to do anything special this year in the NCAA tournament, they're going to eventually have to beat a team. So what do they have to do the next time? What did they not do in your eyes last night? Before And France said something really interesting in the postgame, Adam. He basically was, said that, and we've talked about this before, but I've never heard Fran be so clear about it, that, well, we started missing a few shots, and then basically he said we just kind of quit playing defense. That's And he goes, we've done this before. He goes, we just didn't lock in. Yeah. Why is it? Is well, that just you, this you team's said, nature? You guys have said that a lot on the show. You, you brought yes. that up a lot, right? Yes. Our offense, mm-hmm. um, if it's not flowing, it, it really does affect our defense. And in a veteran team, it shouldn't happen that way. And one of the things Fran talked about, too, is some of those misses where they're you know, rimming out. You know, On a make, he's got a great point. The ball goes in. Guy's got to take it out. Sure. You know, and it, it allows us to kind of get back. You know, On some of those misses, we don't get back well, especially kind of like what you've said all along. Heads go down. Oh crap! I missed the shot. Yeah. Well, those other teams—they're coming right down and putting us on our heels, and they're getting easy buckets in transition, or we're just not matched up well. And there again, it just—it becomes like a snowball, right? Just little yeah. things like that just keep snowballing, and all of a sudden you're down 12, and then you're down 15, and you know then the game is so far behind. Um, it's really hard to claw back when we get ourselves in a hole, and it can go quick, right? That 
first part of the second half, we were actually winning. You know, I thought the momentum, we were, it's kind of like a boxing match. It's going back and forth, and then boom, we're we're completely out of the game um, within a, a minute or two. Yeah, and the thing that concerns me the most is we've had four games against quote-unquote elite-level teams, Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan, and Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. And we really, we played well against Illinois. We played fairly well against Ohio State. But then the other two we just really weren't there for. So are we just not good enough to beat that level of team? Adam, or do you well, think? I think I think when we shoot well, we can beat anybody. Yeah. Um, and and this isn't a knock on our point guard play at all, but I mean, at times they'll get up and pressure our guards, and we don't really have a threat to just go right around them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but we do have a point guard that can you know shoot with anybody in the country, and, and he did score thirteen on, last night. Yeah. Again, I mean, yes. those guys were not; they were just up in our guards. I mean, even even Joe Wieskamp. Instead of him kind of going north to south, they felt like our guys were going side to side. Even That's when they would point. try to penetrate, it was they're not really going towards the basket. Everything yes. just stayed That's out of the point. perimeter. And mm -hmm. once again, when that's happening, it just we're so rattled out there. And, and I've been in situations like that. I remember playing teams where you know we were just for whatever reason uh, the defense was was in our face, and we didn't do good enough things to you know try to put pressure and back them off. And that's what happens. We you, you just kind of get stuck in that, and we just could not get out of that in the second half. So that's what I noticed about Luca right away against Dickinson. I kept saying to myself, "Wow, Luca's not moving forward. He's not like moving." So many times, Luca will make a basket close to the basket, and he's leaning forward. So much of what he was doing the last night was either vertical or almost going uh -huh. backwards. Did you yeah. notice that? And, and that's that, just that be, changed his angles. Just changed his angles on everything, and that's Dickinson's length and quickness, right? Well, he's he's yeah he's lengthy. I mean, when when he's seven one and and Luca looks really big out there in Big Ten play. I mean, he just besides uh, you know the matchup against Illinois. I mean, there's not many guys as big as Luca and just moves no. well like you know on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, Dickinson just gave him a little more fits than I thought. His for being a freshman, his defense was really stellar. He had good position in there in there and just made Luca try to shoot over him. I mean, there's a couple shots where. Luca's trying to go up and through, and you're right, he's kind of backing away yeah. to try to get a little more length on that, <clears throat> whether it's a baby hook or you know some kind of shot towards the basket. So, um, and, and a couple of those that Luca had, he was fighting and positioning, and had a like went to the left, and the ball just kind of squirted around the rim and, and didn't go in. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if we play again if Luca gets off to a pretty good start. If if that changes the momentum a little bit. He just never felt like he looked comfortable out there. And what was weird is he got yep. Dickinson in foul trouble, just like what we said. Yes, he, he did. He, was, yeah. he, tried, he got him into foul trouble. But now this Davis guy is another big, huge body that they can bring in. And I wanted to ask you. We, had we a got call, him in foul trouble, too. You, a caller yeah, asked us did. earlier um, if if we thought Dickinson will be back next year. And I said no. I think he's going to be a lottery pick. I don't think so pick. either. You think he's gone? I think he's gone. You I think, mean, there would be no reason, in my opinion, for him to come back. I mean, he's got the size. He's a little older for his grade. He is. Like yeah. what you were saying, I think he's 20 years old yes, as a freshman. Is. and I mean, he looks like he's a 30-year-old man looks out like there. Looks like Kevin Love. He has a better beard than me. Yeah, he does. But and how about Wagner? He just, oh, man, Wagner. I I don't think he's, after – if he plays like this for the stretch of the end of the season and he's – I think the attention last night, right, that's a big-time game on ESPN. They looked really good. And some of those guys, I'm looking at him like he's a first-round uh, draft I think pick. So. You think Wagner's a first-round first draft pick? 
You think I, Wagner is? I think he's better than his brother is. Oh, I do too. I mean, he's... Oh, I do too. I, what he did last night during that little stretch where he was taking it to the rack, he was shooting threes, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what the NBA wants. He just looked really good. He, I, I, I've watched him all year, but last night he really gave us fits. And he's like 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, yeah. But so next year they could realistically be without Mike Smith, the the uh, Chandy, yep. the Chandy Wake Brown. Forest transfer, Dickinson, Livers. Which he's, which he's a he's – a, that's another guy, too, that I think gives people problems out there. I mean, he, he guards his butt off. Who's that? Brown. Yeah. Oh, without yep. question. What a great addition. I mean, he's a, he's a man amongst boys out there. I mean, that's why that team is just – like you said, they spent all offseason trying to really lock down and hold on defense. It's going to pay off. I mean, I, I just see that as a hard team to take out come NCAA tournament time because even if – they're kind of like us. They got a lot of guys that can score, but they just they just pressure the heck out of people on defense. You know, and I've heard from a pretty good source. I'm not going to say who, but I don't think I'm not saying you never say never. But I think Jawan Howard is at Michigan for a while. I think he likes the college game. I think he likes it. I think it's a breath of fresh air for him after being in the NBA for so long. I think he doesn't mind recruiting. He's got Phil Martelli on that bench with him. Well, he's he's obviously great... good at yeah, recruiting. That's huge. That's huge right there. <laughs> Getting yep. Phil Martelli was huge to help with the X's and O's. And I wanted to ask you, Adam, I don't normally um, like to harp on the officials, but what the hell was going on in the first half of that game? Oh, I know. I was going to bring that up. That was crazy. It, I mean, even you could tell Vital and the announcers were just like, come on. It, <laughs> it really takes the flow out. And I think Fran was pissed. There was one or two times where – you know, transition. We had the ball, and they they're, they're stopping play. Oh, it was just maddening. What? Well, oh, it's ridiculous. I think uh, Dick Vitale, honest to God, it, it was like they weren't even watching the game a lot of last night. <laughs> well, he's in the <laughs> he studio. Had and... Another game. I mean, they're all at the house. He's probably got one on a big screen. He was watching another game as he was trying to do Lars Live or Family Guy or something. But yeah, he wasn't uh, <laughs> locked in. He is super annoying. I mean, I, I agree. And I my used kids, to kind of like uh, him. made a comment. They're like, I don't understand what he's saying. Well, you know, one of my kids said, "Take I've... a T.O., baby." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just—he really is spouting off cliches. He for really himself. is. And I, yes, I was, he is. I was thinking about this yeah. coming in because a lot of people made a big deal about Dick Vitale. I'm so beyond, but he does great things with cancer. He's uh, such yes, he a does. good man. He is. And he's a the American dream self-made story. He was a pretty good coach, but he didn't get quite to where he wanted to at Detroit. And then he somehow lands at ESPN 45, <laughs> whatever years ago. And he look, at, look up his net worth, Captain. You'd be astonished at how much money he's worth. Dick Vitale? My problem is, though, nothing has changed. It's just the same stuff that he was doing and yelling and screaming in the 80s. I'll so, say $35 million. Oh, I bet more than that. Adam, what's your guess? You're Mr. Money. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say $100 million. He Jeez, makes, You're going to say $100 million? He yeah. makes $3 million a year. Well, um, maybe. Uh, yeah, I was going to say about 50 but Okay, I'll go with that. Maybe I'm getting a little bit too, too high on the Dick Vitale influence. Okay, here's a question, to, a financial question. How the hell do people know what? people are worth do the, i don't know how do they get how the does that happen adam 16 million yeah that's a good question I, I think some of it they're looking at contract stuff maybe if they can value some of the homes and everything okay. else that they've got so but it's a guess yeah. yeah it's kind of a guess he's worth 16 or 60 16 million okay not like as much as i thought, I would have thought off. a little more but that's still pretty good work for a sports well, he's sure. not even a play-by-play guy he's the color guy but since Jim Valvano died, he has done so much great work with 
cancer research and he's he's a really good man but no i don't like to me it wasn't a big deal that dick vital was doing that game yesterday to be honest with you there's other announcers i would well prefer. i mean it's it's half of it is really him spouting off crap that could be with any game it's generic dick yeah Vitale. yes exactly. no you're right and that's a good yeah. description yeah so um he's a diaper not to change it up but i guess last night too i mean we're, we're kind of missing the <laughs> Nungy and, and C-Mac, you know, Connor being out, that those were big. Those are big. Um, I mean, especially like Nungy. I mean, that's just, this is going to be a little, I'm, I'm worried. I mean, yes. we don't really have a center backup. Oh, big that, time worried. Yeah. You know, can guard some of these, you know, especially with this teams. you know, like even on uh, what we got this weekend coming up. It's Hopefully it is not career-ending. Hopefully it's something that just, it's minor, and maybe we can get him back before the end. What's your gut feeling? Or, What's your gut feeling after watching the way they handled it? I know. I just, it's hard on some of those. I, I've never torn ACL. Not going to thank God, but I know some of the, I mean, it can be very, it may not look bad and it's bad. And last night it just didn't look like much happened. And, you know, I, I pray for him that, uh, it it isn't anything too serious. He's been through a lot already just in his career and his dad this year. And if there's one kid that deserves a real, just solid run and finishes his time out at Iowa and has a chance to play at the next level. I, I want the best for him. Me too. Well Absolutely. Said. Well the, said. But the next thing we also have to address is the fact, okay, Garza is going to be gone next year, and if Jack's career is over, we have got uh, uh, Josh Gundelay in the middle who ha- has played about two minutes, and we got no backup. Well, I wanted to ask you, if, if I, I don't, I'm not going to go, I don't know if Nunji's career is over. Now, he may decide, you know, I don't want to come back. Well, he it. might. He might, but I don't, but this is a free year, Adam. What would stop Fran from just throwing a gun to lay in there now down the road just to b- body up and get some fouls and give, Gar- I mean, a gun delay may have to play. I don't even won't. know. I mean, but when do you do that? Like with Ohio State and some of these teams? I mean, it's it's kind of like throwing a guy out to the wolves. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, he's been going against the best center in the, you know, in, in college basketball every every and day. He is but. a Division One basketball player, so there is some level of expectation. Do you think maybe Fran made? Hey, Josh, we're going to have to use you a few minutes to give Luca a break. Could you see that happening, or do they just go small? I think they go small. Okay. Because that would be what that you, you could have some lineups with it when Luca's not in there. Because Luca can't play forty minutes a game. No, the way he plays. No. So what do you move Keegan Murray to the post? Well, that's what they did last night. Yeah, Keegan kind of Murray like what happened Pat- last night. Keegan yeah. Murray, Keegan, or even his brother has to maybe come in and give some minutes. I, I just think with our up tempo and there again, I mean, we just haven't seen much of you know Josh and no. you know what he's been able to do. And there again, I once again, I, I don't think Fram would ever set anybody up to. I mean, you could use him for spot minutes. That's what I was saying, just spot minutes, a little presence. Yeah, but even then, you got to be careful. I think to just he's going to want this kid to continue to develop and play well. And he didn't get off to a great start with being sick. And just he does look like he's lost weight. He does look like okay. he's getting in better shape. Okay, here's my question yeah. though: If uh, okay, let's say. Great news, Jack is okay. Just a knee sprain. He'll Just be back a knee in two sprain. Weeks. Be back in a couple weeks. Back next year, and he and and a gundelay are, are solid in the middle. But I mean, does Fran need to look at a, uh, get a grad transfer to shore up in the middle? I'm I'm concerned about that. That's what. Well, that's. I think you got to look at that Michigan model, depending on what next year look like. Looks like right. Who comes back? What. You know, if there's any transfers, I mean, um, that's always a possibility, especially with, you know, kind of how rotations have gone this year. I I hope nothing happens in that that regard. But if it it does, 
I think you look at kind of a Michigan model of, I mean, they went out and got some great players from Columbia, from Wake Forest. I mean, they're out there, and people may be looking to make that jump from a smaller school to a bigger school to, you know, grab a center, grab another guard or something that can, um, just depending on what happens. So I think he's smart enough where he, they've got their eye and pulse on things. They're going to know what may be needed. And if you get got to look at the JUCO route too, there, there's another avenue to go look at a, a post player. But, you know, if you just never count on guys not being there. And, and mm-hmm. let's hope and, and pray that, that this isn't, you know, something serious with Jack. But if it is, it's, especially this time of the year, mm. it's, we're just not left with a lot. No, no, just not. No. And just, yeah, they will basically, they'll be, I mean, I guess Keegan Murray is a power forward, but it's going to be, it's going to be slim pickings. And what's my biggest fear with Jack's situation is it seems like some of the worst knee injuries I've experienced through Hawkeyes or whatever, you, it, you, you hear that, well, he was basically barely moving. It just buckled. His knee no just contact. gave out. Yeah. And it was one of those where it looked like his knee. At first, I couldn't tell Adam if it was his knee or his Achilles. But then, obviously, you could tell right away. But, like I said, they're doing an MRI today. And have you ever had an MRI done? Yeah. Yep, a couple of them. That's where they put you in the – If is, is it kind of freaky? Don't they put you in a small little chamber thing? And if you have claustrophobia like I do, you go nuts? Yeah, I don't. To be honest, Pat, I don't like that either. I had um, when I was in Iowa, I had some sports hernia type stuff that ended up being fine. But then when I went overseas, um, I ended up tearing both sides and had to have it meshed back together. And it, it's kind of hard to diagnose. So I had like MRIs on that kind of stuff. And even if you have back or, but they put you in, and it's it's amazing because it's not very wide. And a guy like Jack, I mean, I they have MRIs that are are bigger. And for him, I guess he'd only really need to get his knee in there. But I remember going all the way in, and they're like, would you like your arms tucked in or out? And, I mean, I was getting claustrophobic. I'm like, I'll, I'll tuck them in. So when you go in, you're literally like my shoulders were squeezed in there. And, you know, you have to wait for 30, 40 minutes for all the, you know, clicks and sounds going on, and they're trying to get that, that picture, and you're trying to remain as still as possible. I did not like that. I would not they like that They pose you like you're going in a coffin. Yeah, that's right. what it looks like. I, there's a yeah. little bit of. I think I had a little bit of my head sticking out. Other than that, I felt trapped. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not. Let's change the subject. I'm good. already. I'm starting to. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to. And freak then they out. put snakes on you. Snakes in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> and you still and you still got to remain completely yeah, still yeah, even with yeah. the snakes crawling around. So, but, well, um, what do you think, Adam? I mean, we had a caller earlier, and we you know we understand he's frustrated. He basically said they have no chance to beat Ohio State. They yeah, none. Mediocre, huge disappointment. And we kind of sort of tried to give him a little perspective. I mean, yeah, they, they're not going to win the Big Ten title. It's now 42 years without a – but there's still a lot to play for, and I still think they can have a – I mean, if they go 13-7 and seven and get to the championship yep. game of the tournament – now, the problem is if they go 13-7 and seven and get to the championship game of the Big Ten tournament but then lose in the first or second round of the – you know how this team's going to be judged, Adam. I mean, you've been there. Yep. Well, and there again, it's not like this year hasn't had adversity. I think C.J. being out a few of those games oh, um, earlier – we might pick up another win or two. And then I think, you know, even with last night, not saying we win, but just the feeling as the game was kind of wrapping up and you're looking back, you're like, crap, we got two guys are out that are significant guys that play minutes. It's not all for loss. I mean, if if we do get to a first round and we get out, like in my junior year, yeah, it's a disappointing year. If you go and make a run and win a couple games and maybe get to a sweet 16 of it, I mean, people are going to forget about this loss like it never happened. Oh, exactly. Yes. 
They so have to get to the Sweet 16. we got a lot to play for, and this is the exciting part of the year, and we just got to get everybody healthy, feeling good, ready to go for a big run. I mean, if, if these guys are head down – Disappointed. I mean, there, there's a lot to play for. Oh, I, I, I think Fran knows that he'll he'll get them up and ready. I, again, in the post game interview, I I did watch that, and he was not happy. He's no. really short with all you guys, and it it just uh, he tried to walk away on the one, and they brought him back for some more questions, and he's you know he's visibly upset. So, well, the only thing we can't do is win the regular season Big Ten title. I mean, yeah, everything else is still out there. We can still get the the top four, one of the buys for the Big Ten tournament, which yep. would be huge. And we can still, you know, do Sweet 16. I mean, it's all still out there. I think they them. have to get to the Sweet 16. No matter what happens in the Big Ten tournament, no matter what happens. Yeah, I agree court, with you. They have to get to the Sweet 16 or there will be a level of disappointment. A, I, fair a big enough. level because this team would would not have accomplished anything with a 2,000-point scorer and 2,000-point yeah. scorer. Fair or not, I think that's where it is. And I think it's a lot yeah. harder now without Jack Nungy. I just yeah, think it's going to be a lot harder. It does, but I still think uh, having a national player of the year candidate, he can we can ride him like yes. we've all done all season. We, we can ride him a, a long ways in that tournament too. He's going to be a tough matchup for guys, especially guys that haven't really seen him or been exposed to Luca. He's got a lot of tricks in his bag. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like having a guy like that that can score and you know shoot a high percentage mm-hmm. in some of these games. I mean, it might be a lower scoring game or it might be a big score. I mean, it might be one of those. With, scores in the 80s or 90s when you get to tournament play. I like having Luca on our team to try to, you know, get us just those easy points down low and maybe not have to rely so much on that outside shot. So I wanted to ask you about Frederick. I I love his game. I mean, I think he's so creative with it. He doesn't seem like a guard who's comfortable with the ball in his hands for an extended period. Is that fair to say? He he it seems like when he gets the ball, he's either going to create his own shot in the flow of the offense or on his own, or he's going to get it. Do you see that, Adam? I mean, it just seems like the ball never stays in his hands very long. Yeah, once again, I just think this offense is so different this year because you've got Luca, who's, you know, option number one. You've got, you know, uh, I'd probably say Joe Wieskamp, obviously, is option number two. I'm sure he sees himself as, you know, option three and four. You know, Bohannon's going to get some of his shots when he's open from the perimeter. I I don't think he's – he'll look for a shot, definitely. But, mm-hmm. there again, when he starts getting hot or making some plays, it, he's kind of one of those guys. And I, I don't want to use the word disappear. But he but does. he's so unselfish. He he's, not, he's not necessarily looking for the ball or telling guys, hey, you gotta, you got to get me. I'm feeling it. Like, get me open. Mm-hmm. It and just doesn't seem like our offense flows that way. And sometimes I wish he would. I, just yeah, think, I do, too. I just think they kind of left him. He was really good in, the, in that first part of that first half. I mean, he was making some difficult shots. Now – Bohannon gets 13 points, I believe it was. Was that what it was? I think that's 13? right, yeah. But he doesn't get an assist. I mean, and they only get four assists on 21 baskets. Is that more because of Michigan's defense or because Iowa I just think so. Okay, so. I'm, yeah, 100% on Michigan's defense. And, and I was surprised. I think you guys had brought that up. One of the reporters did in that interview with Fran, and he didn't even answer it. He just kind of said, kind of next question, or he was yeah, sure no, with it. Yeah, Fran was pretty sure. I was sure. kind of interested to hear what he, what he was going to say because I – Clearly, we just weren't able to, to really run that offense, and there was no real driving kick, no penetration. Four assists for us. I think we were one of the top teams in the country on that. That was, you know, it's got to be a season low for us. How about when Fran, when Doxy asked a question that I guess Fran thought that had been asked before, and he's like, that's already been asked. I'm not going to, what do you yeah, that? Asked and answered. 
I mean, yeah. he, he tried to reword it, right? And, and yeah. it had been asked before, and Fran called him out on it and said, no, nope, they were asked that before. Move well, on. except he didn't answer it the first no, time. No, and he wasn't going to answer it that time. <laughs> so I think Fran's message was, hey, guy, I didn't ask. But I still credit Don for, you know, he can ask whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. And what I do, since I wasn't at Ann Arbor, I let the guys that make the nine-hour drive, they're the ones who should be... They get the first dibs on questions, and I knew last night that thing was not going to that thing was not going to not going to go well. No. It just was not going. He was he was pissed. I mean, you know, it's part of coaching. I get it. I mean, well, so, and I give you guys credit when when a coach is like, I mean, that's hard. I mean, you can tell his attitude wasn't there, and you're trying to get something out of it to to write a you know an article the next day mm-hmm. or you know put something in the paper. Um, I got to give you guys credit. It's funny to. See how he circled back around. Uh, well, I didn't do anything. I, I just hid behind my computer at home and let all the other guys ask the tough questions. Well, the two questions <laughs> I was, the two questions that I wanted to ask were asked right away. And I'm one of those guys. If my questions get asked, I don't need to hear myself talk, especially if I'm not there. And usually Iowa will encourage the guys who, you know, the newspaper guys of the Gazette and the Register. And maybe one or two, they try to go to most of the road games, which I'm still not sure why under these circumstances. But, mm-hmm. but I do think that they should have first dibs at questions since sure. they're. I have no problem with that. But it didn't matter who was asking the questions last night. It was just not going to go over well. But I'll tell you what. Did you watch? Any, did you guys watch any of Luca? Uh, yeah. Yes. I just respect the fact that he he didn't want to do that interview. I mean, he no. was miserable. But he did it. He was right there, front and center. And Adam, to me, that means something as a media guy. But Luca doesn't, and he blamed himself. He said, "I need to be better." What do you think of that? To me, that means something when a kid. It's can, accountability to yes, the max. That great word for Luca's accountable. Yeah, and I think he knows this is his team too, right? It's been mm-hmm. his team the last two years, in my opinion. And you know, it's, he's going to take responsibility. And the troops weren't ready. He didn't come out. He didn't have his best game. And I think some of this stuff can make us better. Um, once again, I'm, I'm a big go-back-and-watch-film guy. I, I remember, I mean, this is back when we had the old VHS tapes. I didn't have, you know, DVR. But, I, I mean, I would beat myself up on losses like that where you go back home and it's 1, 2 in the morning when you get back. And I had the game taped at my house. You know, I'd have Kendra um, tape it for me or I could grab a tape from a, from a manager and go back and watch it even before we were going to come back and watch it, you know, as a, as a team the next day. Partly just a, I couldn't sleep, but you're going to want to see what, where did it go wrong? What could we have done better? What did, what could I have done better to help the team? And you can tell Luke is one of those guys that yeah. just, even if we would have won, and he had a bad game, I think he's one of those that would have been like, I got to get better every day. I've got to get better, and he's one of those. I think watching film and and just seeing how we were operating out there, and then the shot selection that he had. I think we could if we play them again. I don't. I don't see us getting beat this bad. No, I don't either. I, I mean, I do think Michigan would probably win seven out of ten times against Iowa, yeah. or, or, or more. But I think that was. Tom, <laughs> I think Tom sounds on like that like that earlier call. Well, it's just no. I, I know. I know. Yeah, I could see why you'd think that. I mean, well, but, we just didn't shoot well. I mean, that's 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 our mo. And when we're not shooting the ball well, that's the the frustrating part. Is you know six and nineteen from three, and you know you know Michigan. Um, Ends up shooting the ball. What were they? Eight of seventeen, and then you know they were thirty-three of seventy. Michigan from the floor. Mm-hmm. We were twenty-one of fifty-nine. I mean, when you're shooting the ball at that low of a clip, and we're not really getting to the foul line, and it just 
that's not really us. No. And they took us out of our, they our did. game. You're right. Them. So we were 6 of 19 for th- from 3. And Luca was 6 And Luca was 6. No, you're right, though, Adam. That's what good defenses do. They take you out yep. of your flow. They take you out of your rhythm. And I can't recall a game where I've watched Juwan Howard yell at the officials more than last night. He usually doesn't do that. And every, he was screaming. They both coaches were pissed at the officiating last night. It was Well, there was a couple bad fouls. Like the one that they did call on uh, was a Dickinson or one of the one of the subs where Luca kind of came down and Luca initiated the contact as as he was running straight down the middle. That was a bad I mean, call. This is the big. That yeah, was this is the Big Ten. You got to let them play. And I think I yeah. think Jawan was no saying, "Hey, we got to let these guys play. You got yes. two guys that are, you know, NBA type talents. Let them let them showcase a little bit, and let's not." Let's not get out of control here. Was that Davis' second foul? I believe it was. And that's funny you say that, Adam, because that's exactly what I was thought when they mm. – con- I'm like, just let him play. Yeah. Let him play through that. I will say, John Juwan Howard was really cool on his postgame. He said, he goes, guys, we play them again. Luca Garza's not going to miss those shots. He basically – I mean, Juwan Howard knows how to win. He knows how to lose. I think he's – I like him. I, he just said, he goes, Luca's not going to miss those shots. He's not – we're very fortunate that he missed some shots. And he said, he goes, now we maybe had something to do with it, but he missed a lot of shots that he normally Well, makes. but he wasn't alone either. No. But he was just basically saying that Luca Garza had an off night and we took – we were kind of fortunate. I thought he was very humble in mm-hmm. victory. And I think that helps. I mean – Go ahead. Yeah, and, and here's the one thing I'm worried about. You're right, because he did miss some of those shots. I just worry that fatigue coming down to the stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, there's two ways you enter into the postseason. You're really sky high, excited, ready to go. Everybody's healthy, feeling well. Then the other is, man, we are just getting beat up. We got this stretch of games here that's it's important, and there's not really an easy break in there besides Nebraska. And then you get the Big Ten tournament where you're going to get matched up and play some really good teams there. I just I I hope these guys and Luca put a ton of work in the off season, you know, when these guys did not have a real end of the season. I know he went right to work, was going crazy. These guys mm-hmm. worked out all summer, all fall. I, I just hope we don't see him kind of just getting a Me little too. tired. Um, well, it looked like he was uh, a week ago. You know, if you look at pictures of Luca now compared to freshmen, he's a lot. I'm not saying he's out of shape. He's a lot bigger. He's yes. got bigger yep. muscles, and but with that, that's just more for your body to carry. He's just a bigger, much bigger, thicker guy than he was two years ago. I'm with you, Adam. Especially now without Jack, if Jack's yep. if yep. Jack is going to miss any extended period, that's just going to put more pressure on Luca to perform and to be out there. To me, Patrick McCaffrey and Keegan Murray are huge, even more so now. How they're, they're going to, even though Patrick McCaffrey doesn't do. He's not going to be a power guy. He's someone who's taller than 6'5 that will give them some presence to defend. Don't you think both those guys are going to really have to pick it up if Jack's out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's as, to me, it's asking a lot for like Keegan and some of those guys I to agree. do that. But they're going to, he's proven all year that he can do that. And yeah, we're going to need him in whatever way, shape, or form. You know, we have to throw him out, whether it's a guard to guard or a big down low. I mean, he's he's done whatever they've asked. So we're, we're going to need that. 100%. Okay, before we wrap up, I yeah. just you feel confident about Sunday? I'm, what do you, what's your I don't want to necessarily put you on the spot, but are you confident that they can win? <laughs> I guess I am putting you on the spot. <laughs> I'm confident. I I am. It just we're going to have to do some soul searching here and hopefully, you know, good news uh with Jack, Jack. It doesn't mean he's going to play, but I think that some of that will help a little bit to get some news and some clarity there. I just um, Go ahead. I wish we, we come in and shoot well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything's we possible. We smack them around a little early. I mean, we can beat anybody. We just gotta we gotta come ready to play. And but it's not gonna be easy. I mean, I watched that game on Sunday, and we talked about it on Monday when Michigan and Ohio State played. Those are those are two really good ball clubs, two very well coached teams, and yep. 
they're just playing at a high level right now. So we just got to hope we catch them on a on a bad shooting night and kind of take them out of out of their game. And and we need to up our game. Well, and it would help if Ryan Young does miss another game. My biggest concern is, of course, if Ryan Young can come back, is also I would feel a lot better about Iowa's chances if Ohio State would have beaten Michigan State. They got beat. They're pissed. Holtman got thrown out. He, I mean, I don't think he. I think he got yeah. ejected from the game. I just, to me, that doesn't bode well for Iowa because I just think they're going to be more determined Ohio State to win. I, don't, I almost think that can work against them. But, well, but we got flattened, though. You know. Yeah, Maybe. but they're at Ohio State, and Ohio State got beat in a really close game yeah. that slipped away yeah. from Iowa. Got, you know, it's flattened, rear-handed to it. So there's no compare. I think there's frustration equally but i think ohio state's really pissed off i i just wish they would have beaten michigan state but who knows it's i'm looking forward to it it should be a fun game but i was also looking forward to you it's been a hard time for me to remember when i was looking to a game more than forward to a game more than yesterday i even wrote about how i was kind of counting the time and then the game just turned into a dud first of all the officials just ruined it to begin with but i mean it just it did not live up to expectations sure did well i was a i'm not a sports betting guy but um you know, sometimes now it's in your face a little bit more, so you look at the spreads, and mm-hmm. I think the spread narrowed, right? It went from like six to seven down to five, maybe. Was, oh, I was not aware of I that. Think, yeah, five think, and a half. Yep. Yeah, I think, the, I think the national media was really kind of looking at this was going to be a, a big-time game, and, you know, it was. If you look at the first half, we were right there. and um, But I, I think, uh, yeah, it, it was a, I was looking forward to that one. That's a I really was. I mean, I kept... Game and it, and now we can look forward to Sunday. I kept looking up to that clock between 5 and 6, and, you know, and like I said, I, I wrote in my column, I passed the time by watching two Andy Griffith episodes, but it still <laughs> took forever. It still took forever. And then 10 minutes into the game, I'm like, this game is not fun. This game is not No, enjoyable. it wasn't. And I, I was looking forward to the women's game, you know, to ramp into the men's I was game. Too. And then they didn't play until 8.30. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, I mean, and I give the media people that were over there, the people that stuck it out for five hours, much respect. Yeah, I'm indeed. not sure exactly who did that, but and I, Iowa basketball also, women's basketball tweeted out thanking those people, and that's you know that's much respect to them. But yeah, that was a good win for the women. And it was. So Adam, I'm assuming you can come on Monday. Hopefully, we got a victory to talk about because it's going to be really depressing if we have to talk about back-to-back losses. I'll be on Monday. Yeah, hopefully, Hawks uh, look good this weekend. Get a road win and. We'll be back, uh, kind of ready to go. And we'll be back in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Adam, we'll, I'm we'll going to medi- We'll drop the mediocre talk. We'll be back to from mediocre to the final four. Iowa yeah. basketball. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no finances. I guess not. I guess not. No. So, do we take a quick break, or do we just grind through? We're, we don't have quick breaks. We have or, ten spots. It's ten o four. We grind through. We take. So we take a. Five, is it a three minute break? It's about a four minute break. Take a four minute break and then come back for twenty minutes we'll of. Come back strong. Just yeah, because this was like uh, you know. Well, that was actually this really was good. way better than the game last night. Well, that was really good analysis yeah. by. Yes, yeah. Adam. he really is. You know, we're really fortunate to have him and to and have. We didn't Don embarrass ourselves, Danny. so that was pretty good radio. Nope, but we now yeah. we do have we. We still have time to embarrass ourselves. We can Without still question. prove that guy on Twitter's point. He didn't say they were. He said they were absolutely freaking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he said. See, I cra- think that's a plus. And I think he had crazies in all capitals. So. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. One. 
1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. 
Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite tv experts hi this is bill eichstring of the oxyoke inn our doors are open again although the way we serve you is different we're still here and ready to welcome you we've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe what hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family our oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food attention to detail and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years those values are now more important than ever now serving families Family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. KCJJ Weather brought to you by the Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped Mall. With a look at your forecast, I'm meteorologist Ashley O'Connor. Sunny skies today with a light southeasterly breeze. High temps are headed for the low 40s. Clouds around this evening with a few isolated showers possible. We'll have partly cloudy conditions overnight with a low temp around 30. Nice tomorrow with sunshine and a high in the mid to upper 40s. Mainly sunny on Sunday, cooler with highs in the upper 30s. Sunny Monday with a high around 35. That's weather on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 31. Hawkfanatic.com is back. It's back, 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 back. I'm barbecuing tomorrow. <clears throat> Are you? gonna get that grill out can't do it today because it's freaking lent so i can't eat meat i gotta eat fish it's gonna be nice tomorrow gonna do touch uh, maybe i'll try the touchdown wings white fish or whatever it is yeah and got some it was real good she liked it yeah what kind got, did she get yeah. they have tilapia? she got the catfish okay i'm not <clears throat> i got the tilapia oh, so i will try so. the whiting is i assume that's like yeah. cod or haddock yeah cod okay i'll probably try that i may try the shrimp too we'll see hello how many Big Ten teams do you think would get in the tournament? Eight or nine would be my guess. Wouldn't that suck if we get taken out by another Big Ten team in the tournament? Um, yeah, they they try to avoid they that. Try to avoid that at least in the first yeah. round or so. But yeah, I guess that I think it'll get I don't that think it'll would suck if they get taken out early by anybody. But yeah, I guess that would add some more, some more, add some sting, some sting. Sure. Yeah, because yep. let's say we get a three seed and a bunch of the latter Big Ten teams get the eight and nine seeds. There's not enough room to fit them. Yeah, but for them to meet, they'd have well, to meet. Wouldn't they not meet until the 
eight or nine wouldn't play a three until unless there were upsets. Yeah, eight or nine. They're, they, right, they're right away against one. Yeah, oh, one or two. That was right? no problem before. But, but, yeah, if they were that, I mean, it wouldn't be as bad. Let's say Iowa got beat by a Big Ten team in the Sweet 16. It would be bad, but, it, I mean, it, they still would have made the Sweet 16. But, yeah, I guess that could happen. But they do, like Tom said, they try to avoid they do. having teams face each other again, especially from the same conference. Thanks. Because, yep. I mean – They've played each other. You know, we've played a bunch of teams twice already. But if you keep advancing, eventually you're going to meet somebody. Exactly. If, if both teams keep. Yeah. Both teams. But I do think there's some Big Ten teams that will make early departures from the NCAA tournament. Because they want to avoid. We've played some teams twice, and then you play them again in the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it would be the fourth meeting, and it's just not as compelling no, sometimes. It really it, it really wouldn't yeah. be. So right now Iowa's playing for a seed. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what they're playing for. That's what they are playing for. And that's exactly right. The Big Ten right. tournament is part of playing for that seed, but they are playing for a seed. And I think they could go anywhere from two to five based on – I guess they could – I mean, what what if they – let's say they lose – just somehow they just lose these last – Last three. Three games and lose in the first round of the uh, Big Ten tournament. Well, that could, we could be a Where five. would they be? Maybe a six. Or a six. I don't think that's going to happen, but they've had seasons similar. Yeah, we and have. God, if that happened, you think we'd hear the phrase fan, Fran fade? Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you think it would have gone over last night? Hey, Fran, um, you, you worried that this is the start of another Fran fade? How do you think that would have gone over last night? <laughs> what do you think you would have said? I don't think he would have been amused. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there at home. I got my Beatles print behind me. You know, and I'm asking Fran about the Fran fade. Well, it would not be a good look to lose to Nebraska. At no, home. they won't. They're not going to lose to Nebraska. No, I, I and I don't think, think no. they're going to lose to Wisconsin either. Now, if Nunzi's not around, that's gonna that does change so many things. Substitutions, everything. It changes everything. Everything. You know, I'm not saying he's Larry Bird or anything, but he's still when I mean, he's your only other real true post player. Keegan Murray is a post player, but he's also a perimeter player. Patrick McCaffrey's not a post player. No, he's not. He's not. He's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, but he's not a post player. Yeah, um, yeah. well, Gundley might have to play. He might have to play. Some... And when I was saying that to Adam, I wasn't saying about putting him in. I'm saying, let's say there's, there's a timeout and there's a minute and two left before halftime. Maybe give Luke an extended rest and throw a Gundley in there just for – a couple minutes of just spot duty just to give Lucas some time to rest and to some time to avoid committing fouls. Because, man, I mean, <laughs> the other thing you lose with Nunji is five fouls, too. And you bet. And you worry that Luca is going to have that is going to absorb some of those hits. Because if Luca gets two quick fouls against Liddell. Man, E.J. Liddell. I've never seen a guy 6'7 who can put the ball over bigger guys. Yeah. He's tough. No, he is tough. But – if they don't have Ryan Young, that'll be significant. That will, He's a big part of their team. No, he is. Because they're not real big. They got that Zeb, I can't remember his last name, the freshman coming out of, yeah, uh, out, out of New York. He's big. He's a big body, but he's not Ryan Young. He's not experienced like Ryan Young, so that could be significant. And I noticed Dwayne Washington looks like he tweaked his ankle a little bit last night, but he was okay. Fran did say that Connor wanted to go back in the game. I think part of the reason he didn't bother with putting Connor back in the game in the second half is why? why they were getting pounded. Yep. There was no. I think they were just playing it safe, which makes sense. I think Connor will play Sunday. That would be my guess. Well, I hope so. We need him. Oh, that quite. They need everybody. Yeah, right now. we do. They need Joe Toussaint to snap out of it and and get France trust again. And I, because I, I thought there really would be some times this year where against smaller teams you would maybe even have Toussaint, Bohannon, Frederick, mm-hmm. Wieskamp, 
and Garza, 6'11", 6'6", 6'3", 6'1". I thought there would be times that they would do that lineup this year, but Joe just hasn't played well enough. No, he hasn't. He has not uh, made the the most of his opportunities. He has not. And Fran gives him at least one opportunity every game, but, man, it usually seems like there's an early turnover. Yeah. And then Fran's just like, yeah, you know, I've got to get back to my veteran guy who's not going to turn the ball over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So did you watch from start to finish? Yes. Were you bitter by the end or? No. Uh, just no. Um, resigned to the fact of what happened. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't happy. Does Ann watch from start to finish? Um, yeah, usually. Really, good yeah. trooper. You guys are troopers. <laughs> Hell, I didn't even watch from start to finish. No, I'm kidding. No, Ann's a very good sport. If I wasn't covering the game, I would not have watched it probably from start to finish. But yeah, that. Um, but I just Luca didn't want to answer those questions. But I would say he handled it a little better than Fran did. Would you agree yes, with that? Yes, absolutely. I'm not necessarily knocking Fran. I get where he's coming from. Um, partly, it was sort of entertaining. I just feel bad for my colleagues who are at the are at the end of it. But I just thought Luca just was so accountable, and he didn't want to be there. I mean, you knew he didn't want to be there, but he faces us front and center and says, what do you got? I'll answer it if I can. And I respect that. Well, we got one more crack at the big stage here coming up Sunday, and we need to... Uh, account well for ourselves. Hello. We haven't done so. Hello. Hey. I've got a, hey, Pat, I remember a statement you made about a year or Uh-oh. two years ago, and I think this is the whole key. It's the guards. You know, we just. Our guards played. If, you, if we well. play an athletic team that really gets on our guards, we're in trouble. Um, it, seems like to, it seems like to me, anyhow. Okay. I mean, you're not alone in that opinion. No. I mean, there were, I mean, Jordan had 13 points. He made a couple big shots. And CJ had Frederick. nine. Yeah. The problem is. I mean, getting open to make them is their problem. Well, the problem also is Jordan can usually only score one way. Yeah. And that's right. by collect by making a state. There's times where he can take a quick couple dribbles and create his own shot. But Jordan's yeah. not going to routinely get to. And teams know that. Yeah. They just know that. And it's yeah. tough. So, But I think more of the problem is on defense where times. I mean, we had so oh, much yeah. trouble last oh, yeah. night stopping the ball in transition. Mm-hmm. That's where they really struggled. You know, do you think anything has to do with athleticism? Well, on that? Yes. Sure. yes. Sure. Now, with Frederick, I, I think CJ's a good defender. But CJ's not oh, the point, CJ's not the point guard. There's only so much he can do. But, yes, I, I think it's been well documented. If there's a weakness with Jordan's game, it's the ability to keep quick point guards in front of him. It's the ability to check the ball in transition. And it's the ability to create his own shot and get to the basket. I mean, those, those are no secrets. I'm not saying anything. I'm not picking him apart or anything. And I'm just saying that's that's simple fact. Yeah. Did you say that that guy who was a point guard for Illinois was injured? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's got a uh, really? fractured face. Really? Yeah. He's a fractured <laughs> face. He's extra, very injured. Yeah. Oh, really? That's too bad. Yeah, it is, because yeah, without I.O., they're... We can't play him right now, then. <laughs> yeah, no, it, without I.O., they're not the same team. No, no they, they did win last night, not. but it was Nebraska. Uh, all right, thanks a lot. All right, yeah, thanks. Bye. Now, I will say, and I always use this disclaimer with Bohannon, if when I, I still want nobody else at the free throw line but him, or I don't want anyone else on the team making attempting a three behind by two with yeah, three absolutely. seconds to go. He's the guy I want. That's who I want in there. So, And that's the predicament that Fran is in there's times where Jordan hurts him with his defense mm-hmm. but you can't live without him you need his you need his ability to spread the floor and 
So, but, I mean, last night it just was not a good night, and you just got to somehow move on. Games like that happen. Games and like they that do. happen, and like I said, Fran has moved on. I guarantee you, Fran is not harping on what went on last night. I mean, Michigan lost to, by 22 points to Minnesota, yep. wasn't it? Yep, and they haven't lost since. <laughs> and they haven't remarkably. lost since. Yeah, and... Like I said, Juwan Howard is clearly the coach of the year, but there's been some good. I think Matt Painter's done a great job this year with Purdue. They're they're lurking and they're right in the mix for. Uh, they're ten and six. Yeah, they're totally in the mix for uh, bye. I never thought that Iowa would have as many losses in conference play as Purdue. Did you? No, no, I really didn't, and that's pretty stunning. And that's a compliment to Matt Painter because that's a young team. Other it, than it I mean, really they've got is. some. They do have some veterans. But they have a lot of freshmen that are playing a significant role. He's done a hell of a job. He, he yeah. Let's see. Purdue's at Penn State today. That they better be careful. Tonight. That's the kind of yeah. game they they could lose that game, and that would not look good. See, Michigan plays Indiana tomorrow. God, if Purdue beats Penn State, Tom, they're tied with Iowa. Yeah. Huh? I never thought I would see that. Illinois, Wisconsin tomorrow. I'm trying to get to who Purdue plays. I don't think they have any huge... Uh, Do they have one left with Indiana? I'm looking. They might. Did you Google Purdue they 2021 might. schedule? Yeah. This is where we Purdue need Purdue basketball schedule. Wisconsin at Purdue on the second. That's another game where they better be careful. They could they lose could that. Lose. Yes, they could. Wisconsin's a really up and down team. So and Purdue, then yes, like. Indiana Purdue on the sixth. And that, is that at Purdue? Yes. So man, Purdue could win out. I mean, they could, they, they could, but they could also, they could lose, also lose any out. of those That's games. That's what's amazing about it. Yeah. But if he wins out and goes. If he wins out and goes 13, and so they're only playing 19 games? Uh, I guess. So if they go 13, man, I mean, that's an incredible coaching job because I still don't think they have great personnel right now. I think a, young, a lot of them are young and developing, and somehow he has managed to win double figures. That's impressive. And they're 9-1 and one at home, and they've got two of their last three are at home. That obviously helps. Yeah. Yeah, my guess is they're going to win at least one of those. They're going to win at least one of those games. <laughs> there it is. This is when they're thinking they're thinking of their answer, right? Yeah. Now he's dead. That's sad. Well, even though there's no crowds this year, there's still a huge difference between how teams are doing at home and oh, how they're doing away. It matters. I mean, it, it, it matters it's for huge difference. You don't have to travel. You're in your own bed. It matters. You're familiar with the rims, everything. It matters. Yeah, and there was a while there early where it seemed like maybe it didn't matter as much, but for the most part, it's kind of equaling itself out. Like Purdue's nine and one at home, four and six on the road. Wisconsin eleven four at home, five and four on the road. Iowa twelve and two at home, five and four on the road. I thought they'd be better on the road. I really did. Yeah, me too. Ohio State ten and two at home, seven and four on the road. Illinois eleven and two at home, six and three on the road. So yeah, there's huge difference. Rutgers ten and four at home, three and five on the road. I thought Rutgers would be a little better this year. I, I did too, with all with as much experience as but they have. But with had, Rutgers, but they just got to get to the NCAA tournament. If they get in, it's a successful season, and they're the kind of team that could get hot and do some damage. They're athletic. They have good guards. 
And a lot of it was Rutgers, like you can say with most teams, if they're if they're shooting well, they are really hard to beat. But man, they've had some games like uh, they've had some games where they just have not shot well. Yeah, they just. I mean, God, that remember that McConnell against Iowa? He couldn't make it's anything. Unconscious. And he just no, he couldn't make anything, and he oh, just kept he, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kept shooting, which was so. But yeah, I mean, I think with Iowa, they got to figure out a way to survive when they're not making threes. And that right now they're just not doing it. Yeah, I think that is probably one of the biggest challenges facing this team now. They most teams you would think would lock in more defensively when their shots aren't falling, but Iowa seems to have it seems to have just the opposite effect. And Eden Adams said that today. He he kind of acknowledged that. So Minnesota thirteen and three at home, zero and eight on the road. Jesus. <laughs> That's ridiculous that you can't win one road game. Isn't I mean, that crazy? But yeah, an answer to that caller. No, I think Patino is definitely. I think Patino and Archie Miller are probably the two Big Ten coaches on the hottest seat, wouldn't you? Because I, w- I would think so. I mean, there's a lot of coaches that whose seat, most coaches' seats aren't hot at all. I mean, trying to think, are they the only coaches whose seats are hot? Possibly Chris Collins is okay. I would think so, For but at some point even he's going to wear out his welcome. But in great guard, I know a lot of people think he's on the hot seat. I wouldn't I, think so. I mean, they're, they're going to end up winning 10, 11, 12 conference games again. He was the coach of the year last year. Hoiberg's still early. I mean, most of the coaches are, are pretty safe. But no, Archie Miller and... Yeah, I agree. Archie Miller and Patino are probably the two. Well, I would say Wisconsin, with as experienced of a team as they have, as as old as they are, they've been kind of disappointing. Well, I agree. I and next year will be interesting to see. He loses almost everybody. I mean, they lose. I mean, Weavers. I mean, yeah, who's the guy always grabbing like Potter, the guy grabbing people, Davidson, elbows, Davidson. Those guys are all gone. Yeah. Um, I guess they could all come back, but I don't think they're going to. I haven't seen many cases of players saying they're coming back. The point guard, Trice, he's gone. It's going to be a complete overhaul. If he does a complete overhaul and they struggle next year, you watch. He's going to be on the hot seat. Yeah, they have that Davis back. He's good, but they need a lot more than him. Yeah, They need a lot more than him, and I'm telling you, Michigan's not going anywhere. They're only going to keep getting better because – they're the hot brand right now, and Juwan Howard's got um, good recruits coming in. It's going to be interesting. Michigan's going to lose a lot too, but yeah. they're but they're going to looks like they're going to kind of reload. Well, they are, but they're going to be loading with freshmen replacing. I mean, Livers is a senior. Yeah. I mean, Wagner might very well go out. I, I think. think. I bet he does. Yep. I kind of got that. I think Adam kind of thinks he's ready. I and mean, I he, think Dickinson too. Oh, we, I think, we all think. I, I think Dickinson's gone. I yeah. mean, his size and his ability to defend, his quickness. I. I think he's a lottery. Player. And then their other guard is gone. Um, Mike Smith. No, well he he's gone. The and guy, the, then uh, who's um, Brooks? Eli yeah, Brooks. Eli they're, Brooks. They're all gone. The transfer from Wake Forest. Now again, they could all come back. I mean, they could all come back according yeah. to the rules. They could, but I don't think they will. Hello. So, uh, do you think just? I mean, this is worst case scenario. But say we lose out the season, we lose first round big and then in the tournament. Even not that bad. But do you think that this would affect uh, recruiting a big guy, considering we had the best big guy and we weren't able to, uh, to close the deal? No, because I think they could say they could counter it by saying, "Yeah, we didn't close the deal, but look what we made Luca Garza into." And sell the playing time too. And sell the playing yeah. time too. I think they could. I think those would be an issue, of course. Yeah, if you collapse like that, and but I do think you would have a lot to sell with playing time and what they developed Luca into would be my way to counter that. Right on, yeah. And, yeah, unfortunately, it happened that way, um, you know, the way that it happened last yesterday. But we're not at the tournament yet, you know? No, right. still early. Yeah, relax. Uh, and it is what it is. Anyway, we're alive. So. 
Yeah, if we get blown out Sunday, then, then that won't be good. That but won't if be they, good. But if yeah. they make the Sweet Sixteen, it won't matter. The, yeah. the, exactly. It just, it just won't matter. Yeah. Thanks for keeping I your agree radio with you. up. <laughs> thanks for what? Keeping your radio up. So you guys were the only ones not struggling to hear him? I was struggling to hear him. Yeah, because I, yeah, I could hear him, but I couldn't turn it up. Because Sound like he was driving. It brought up this radio. So yeah. do I need to move to the Quad Cities to yes. find my salvation? Yes, you do. What part of town would you tell say that I live? Where? What side of the river? Iowa or Illinois would well, you, you advise? Well, you can get... <laughs> They cover both sides. No, I'm just saying, where would you advise? If I had to move to the Quad Cities, where would you tell me? Oh, the, the uh, south end of Rock Island. <laughs> no, no, what's that? Is that death and destruction? Hello. Do I stand out there? <laughs> yeah. Morning. Hello. Morning, Pat. I got a question about the women's wrestling. Okay. What What's the scoop on that? When's the next event? Well, they got to have the first event first, and they have to decide if they're going to have the sport. And Barta did say that they are looking into it. I mean, they are looking into yep. Yep. women's wrestling, so we'll see. I mean. All right. Is there going to be any mud involved? I don't believe there will be mud involved. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that one of those crazies they were talking about? Yes. Yeah. No, I don't believe there will be mud involved. And I do believe it wouldn't stun me because I think right now Iowa – if they could figure out a way to say, hey, look, we're doing this to show our respect mm-hmm, for Title mm-hmm. Line, I think. But I don't know if they got the money right now. I, I'm, I mean, would you follow women's wrestling? No. Would you go to the Extreme Center to watch the Iowa women's wrestling team? Uh, I watched the I high know. school women's wrestling uh, there one afternoon. Did you it? enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, they're really, I, I well, they were know. really good. I don't know that, you know. Do you like watching like women in the mixed martial arts? No, I don't. I don't like like mixed, any mixed martial yeah, arts. I don't either. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't watch much of it. Um, but but no, Dart. I was surprised when Barta said, you know, we are we are it, looking into it. So uh, who knows? You know, I don't know if I said this on the radio, and I don't want to embarrass Gary, but I got a really nice handwritten note from Gary Barta about my mom. Oh, mailed, nice. mailed to my house, and I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, you know, what happened on the great. St- two days after I wrote a column, basically criticizing him for the handling of the. For some of the mm-hmm. stuff, and but still, I just thought that was, I thought that was really neat that he would do that. Well, he, he knows that goes with the territory. It does. And, he's and I've written stuff critical. Of, I've written stuff critical of Gary, but he can separate, and, and I, mm-hmm. I respect him for that. I just thought that was really neat. Yeah, he's he's used to it, and yeah, I mean, he it goes loves it, it yeah, but it goes, with, goes the with the territory. No, it does. It does go. And I got a really nice handwritten letter from Caitlin Clark's grandmother, who happens to be. I didn't realize that Caitlin Clark was literally the daughter of people I went to school. I mean, oh really? Yeah. So and it was, and she, at the B, she was. P.S. I'm Caitlin Clark. At the end, she goes, "I'm Caitlin Clark's grandmother. Please continue to be nice to her." So well, I want, I want, I want to get her on. I want to get her on the show. I love watching Caitlin play. She, she was, is. She had a shot yesterday. She that is terrific. Good. How about the one where she went behind her back and? Yeah, wasn't that yeah, beautiful? That was, I mean, yeah. There's she, a lot of men that can't get that ball around. She should have got a one-topping pizza, pizza, and pizza for that. <laughs> Are you talking about the banked three three pointer? Yeah, yeah. Now that had a little luck involved there. But it, she, it did. She yeah. made enough to where she gets a little luck. But no, she's something. I mean, she is something. And that was a big win. They needed to get an impressive win on their resume, and they got it. That was a nice NCAA tournament building resume. They did absolutely, the number twelve team, and we just thrashed them, pounded them, and the delay didn't impact Iowa. It sounds like uh, uh, it sounds like it affected Michigan a lot more than it did Iowa. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they just uh, were never, never in it. 
Michigan. No, they we really just, weren't. And that I give a lot of credit to. I give a lot of credit to Iowa. One thing I've wondered about is why couldn't they have had like the Iowa band at home games this year and just spread them out a little bit just to get some sound and more. I don't know. I I wish they would have, but they. I just was wondering about that last night. Like why? I mean, you could spread those band guys out and 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 just to give some more energy into the home atmosphere. Yeah. And we hope Logan Cook's okay. Yes, that was, and she's the one who. She was the one with the. I'll reach out to Marv, and she should be okay. But you know, you don't assume anything. I kind of feel bad that her name got, but they, you know, they, they were just being transparent. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I mean, so basically they were wait, they tested all the Michigan players, and they must have been waiting for the. It took five hours for the yeah. test. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that kind of how you That's interpret right. that? Yep. And it just goes to show you, though, it's still out there. I mean, it's still a threat. And now I see Fauci and that other um, guy are kind of disagreeing on whether you should get a second or first shot and what have you. So there's a lot of mixed opinion still out there. Yeah, there's still a lot they don't well, know about it. Well, they think a lot of people should get uh, the first shot. Yes, that's what this Osterholm, they, I think, is his Yeah, name. and if they don't get, you know, where Fauci wants, should get, yeah, he Fauci wants the high-riskers to get the second shots before yeah. they start getting more to everybody getting the first And obviously, I don't, we don't have the answer. No. No. And I mean, I just I, hope I get my second one like I'm supposed to. And when do you find out? On the ninth is when I'm supposed. I mean, I'm scheduled. Oh, you're scheduled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm scheduled on the eighth. Well, I, I go for a physical on the fourth, and my guess is they're going to tell me there's nothing we can. You're scheduled for 2024. <laughs> me and Trump. <laughs> We're both going to come back strong in 2024. Yeah. You know? Did you see that bronze statue of him? No. That they're putting together down at that CPAC thing or whatever it is. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're, they made a huge gold statue of it. I guess they're all going to pray to it. I don't know. Jesus. Freak show. It is a freak Pro- show. Uh-oh. We're, we're drifting into politics. Yeah. But, no, this was good. God, is it already 1030? Yeah. Good insight from Adam, as yep. usual. As and always. Like I said, I'm not ready to give up on this No, you can't. And it was a stinker of a game, no question. And but, now they're not as good as I thought they were going to be. I think we can no. all agree with that. I mean, they're – I mean, I guess um, – they're not as consistent as I thought they would be. With as, as experienced as they are, mm-hmm. they should be more consistent than they are. Did you Is think, that fair? Did you think Bohannon would have a better year this year offensively? Yes. I kind of did, too. He hasn't made a ton of big shots this year, really, has he? No, no. And Wieskamp has kind of been what I expected. I expected him to average somewhere between 14 and 17. And I did expect him to be kind of up and down because that's just how he is. Yeah. Now, CJ has been the X factor because he's been hurt. Yeah, and I think that's been a problem because I think when he is healthy, they are a different team, and I do think his defense is very underrated. Yeah, I agree with that, and uh, I, I mean we have to see. You know, the the season has to play out before we can be disappointed, not yes. disappointed. We can still do some great things because if they beat Ohio State Sunday, you watch. We're going to take some phone calls Monday. Saying, hey, you know, why not us in Gonzaga? You know well, we will. As I said when Adam was on, you know, we'll be back in the Final Four. Yep, but whereas Fran, <laughs> if they beat Ohio State, Fran will be nicer on the postgame, but he won't be like, oh, my God, we're back. He'll be like, hey, guys, we got to He'll be pointing to Nebraska. To Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, as easy as we think that game against Nebraska may be, those are still Big Ten basketball players. No, and you absolutely. just never assume anything. Well, they beat us last year, didn't they? Didn't yes. we go in? And made like they made one of like two of 18 three-pointers. And we don't know how Iowa's going to respond if Jack Nungy is out for an extended no, period. No, we don't. We don't know. They're and what if Connor's out? I don't think Connor will be out. Probably the not. The way Fran made it sound like he wanted to play last night, but the game was just too out of hand. Um, 
So, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Nunji's supposed to have the MRI today. We should have some type of up. I just keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best because, man, he deserves He's. I know he's in a lot of thoughts and prayers of Iowa fans right now because he sure deserves it. So Iowa plays, uh, the women play at 2 p.m. on Sunday at Wisconsin. They got to win that. And uh, Ohio State game, the man tips off at 3.05. I hate it when they play at the same time. So it just... Actually, it's a, it's an opportunity to record, or to get do you, do they do the split screens anymore? Uh huh. How come they quit making split screens? I don't know, but they have. I don't know. I don't get it. So we'll watch the the women in their entirety, and then we'll go over to the men's game, and we'll have you know. When you we say we, watch, are you you talking you and Ann? Yeah, and then we won't watch any commercials during the men's game. So it'll be. You're beating the system. Right? You're beating the system. You will not be brought down by advertising is what you're saying. Will not. You make your living selling advertising, yep. but by God, you're, Good not living. Bringing, you're not bringing it home with you. <laughs> no. Screw advertising is what you're saying, right? But please advertise. It's just there's too many. No, there is. It just wears you out. Well, in fairness, last night, the the breakages of play last night, were it was just these officials and the clock. Oh, I mean, it was terrible. I mean, in, in a couple of friends' expressions. Disjointed. It, it was very disjointed. They just so, But in fairness, maybe there were some issues with the clock. We don't know because it did seem like that was some of the stuff. But, man, when you stop play that much, it just you can't get any flow. They should have had a continuous clock in the second half. <laughs> now, that doesn't go into effect in high school until 35 points. Oh, I don't think Iowa was ever. They were never behind. No, that bad. But no, that f- second half couldn't end quick enough. No, I mean, it sure couldn't. And I think it was pretty telling at the end. I mean, Garza didn't even play the final few minutes of the game. Yeah. Brand, it's good to rest him and what have you. But no, it just it was unfortunate. It just seems like Iowa basketball, man. It takes two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, that's that's our history. And, and then of course now, Nunji gets hurt. I can't. Yep. It, it seems like there's so much adversity with Iowa basketball. It, it's always. It's always something keeping us from making that next little move. And it's happened for forever. Well, ever since Pembroke Burroughs. Uh, yeah. In some ways. Now, they did get to the Final Four, but Ronnie Lester gets hurt. And well, we've talked about this before. I mean, Bucky O'Connor getting killed. Well, I wrote a column about it about yeah. a month ago. Um, Pembroke Burroughs, Bucky, Bucky, there's some Chris Street. I mean, Ray Thompson. Northwestern State, Northwestern Connie, State, Connie, Connie Hawkins. Hawkins. I mean, there's just so much stuff that's Memories going on. Memories, light the, the corners of Yeah, the and no, it's, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> it I mean, is. It is. You know, it's not bad enough that they lost last night, but then they have to have a ser- what looks like could be a serious injury to yeah. the guy who you would probably least want to see it happen to. You know, yeah, he's, you don't want it to happen to anybody, but my God. I feel. I wonder what his mother is, God, is saying to him. I feel so bad for Jack. I just feel so bad for him. He's, you know, I mean, it's just it's tough. We'll take this last call. Yeah. Hello. You can't forget the second half of the UNLV game. No, no oh, I, that's I, a, I won't. That's a, that. No, that's not. But that and then was Ronnie Lester getting hurt against but Louisville. But the second half of the UNLV game wasn't due to some freak injury. That was just because UNLV played better. Yeah. Iowa. Yes, they did. I'm talking more things, weird things that happened, like Ray Thompson being declared academically ineligible before their NCAA opener. Or Ray Thompson being declared academically known. Four of the five starters. That one, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the UNLV thing is definitely something, but I think the circumstances were a little different. Yep, yep. Well, with on that up note. <laughs> All right, we got. I uh, want to thank everyone for listening. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.